attention like nobody else. Okay. Financial empowerment, giving you strategies for generational wealth. Wow. So you can start helping yourself. More money for you to be getting. This the moment for you to be winning and be living financially independent. All right, we are live for podcast number two. First off, everybody, welcome back. Thank you so much for uh, returning to the second podcast. Uh, we have uh, Pierce today as the co-host for uh, podcast number two. Uh, if you don't know who Pierce is, or even myself, Josh, the guy behind the market hustle, make sure you go watch that first podcast. Uh, that's where we kind of go back through our background um, and kind of give our own stories. That being said, uh, yeah, the, the first podcast, I'm I'm really happy with kind of how it turned out. I think, you know, I'm still kind of learning. We're, we're kind of building this and learning at the same time. Pierce has been helping me in the back end of things. Uh, first off, Pierce, appreciate your help, man. Um, oh, thank you. But uh, yeah, so I think we hit 170 downloads last time I checked for the first podcast, which is pretty great. You know, like that's uh, yeah. that's apparently the metric to look for to, or to keep an eye on when it comes to growing your podcast. So I'm really happy. And the, and the feedback was great. I, I got to uh, talk with a lot of people on Instagram, people sharing their own stories. Um, and we were able to schedule quite a few guests for October and also November. So I'm really excited to just continue to kick off this podcast. I'm kind of like what I touched on in the beginning of the first podcast. If anybody's interested in coming on to share their story, uh, to kind of give their own insight into like how they started their investing journey, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, the more people we can hear from, the more people we can learn from, the better, because that's ultimately what's going to help us all learn. Uh, that being said, Pierce, like how do you how do you feel like the first podcast went? Did you kind of like that flow? Of course, man. First off, thank you for having me back again. But the first podcast just yeah, it went seamlessly. Like, obviously, you know, for the first one, I feel like, you know, you can only do so well because it's your first time doing it. But I feel like we hit it pretty, pretty good. And I think this one's going to just be even better. And we're just going to progress the more and more we do it, man. It's all trial and error at the end of the day. So <laughs> that's kind of what we're doing. And if anybody has any feedback, like we're all ears. Um, this this community, I, I love this social media, like this community that we have, because like everybody is super open to sharing their feedback, sharing their insights. Um, not only on the social media end, like how I can better develop the market hustle, but also, you know, in the investing world, like the whole point of this podcast is so we can share different insights to help each other gain different perspectives and uh, implement those into our own financial lives. That being said, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, his name is Joey Brown. And Joey has been following my page uh, for a little over a year, I believe. Um, and we've kind of gone back and forth in the DMs for quite a bit. Um, Joey, first off, welcome to the podcast. Um, if you want to share a little bit about yourself, I'm sure the community would love to uh, gain a little bit of insight into your um, your world. Yeah, certainly. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, my name is Joey. I'm, uh, uh, like I said, followed the market hustle for about a year now. Um, I And in general, kind of I'm biggest on, you know, Instagram, but uh, the kind of the short 60, 60 uh, second version of it is uh, I'm a U.S. Air Force veteran, did seven years active duty. Uh, flew F-15s and um, uh, fighting off a little bit of a cold right now. So I hope my voice sounds okay. But uh, but yeah, so I did that for uh, seven years, been out since uh, 2020, got out uh, right at the start of COVID actually. Nice. Um, and things uh, worked out well for me. I uh, realized that it might not you know always be that way for, for everyone. So I started a brand online uh, that was originally focused on uh, helping veterans get out of the military. And I quickly realized that there's actually already a ton of resources. So Rather than try to become another nonprofit, um, I just figured I could direct people towards the resources, and then I shifted my brand more into a um, self improvement, personal development focus. So, I love awesome, that, man. Love um, Joey, I'm curious. So, you started your page um, mostly to kind of help out veterans, right? And you kind of started that as a resource, 
and you've clearly pivoted. Like uh, if everybody doesn't know, Joey, what's your uh, handle on Instagram just so we can share your profiles, so people can go check it out. Yeah, certainly it's uh, not underscore another uh, underscore ABG underscore Joe. So just, you just look up not another average Joe, it'll show up. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been paying attention to it a little bit. I know we've briefly gone back and forth in the DMS and we'll definitely have a side conversation about everything going on in the future. Um, but first off, I mean, thank you for your service. Uh, I'm really excited to kind of hear more of your story, kind of get down into like what really uh, motivated you to like actually start off what you're doing. Uh, but the fact is, I mean, you're probably noticing how powerful like social media is in general. I mean, that's part of the reason why mm -hmm. I built the market hustle was in order to kind of, you know, I noticed a lot of my friends, family just were kind of clueless about the investing world. And like my whole goal originally is like starting as a hobby is like, I want to start the market hustle in order to kind of share what I'm learning as I'm learning it to share it with as many people as possible. And like, I had no idea like how much, how fast it would grow. Uh, so it's, it's really cool to like meet somebody else who's kind of on a similar journey. You know, obviously you're, you're your focus is a bit different with like what you're doing, but you're, you're really kind of getting that firsthand insights, like the power of the internet. Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, I, um, you know, I, I kind of been like, okay, let, let's just put this out there and like, see where it goes. Right. And, and I've made, you know, so many connections from that met like, you know, so many different people. It, when you look back and see like the opportunities that I've, I've had over the last couple of years, it's like, okay, you know, I can't point to one example. Um, but like these things, these dots would have connected if I wasn't like doing this, you know, putting forward the effort. So definitely hundred percent. Um, and I'm curious, like, tell us a little bit about like your investing journey. It's like, how long have you been investing exactly? Like, has that been like a recent journey that you've started or have you been, have you been investing for quite a while? Uh, it's, it's definitely more recent. So that's one of the, the things that like when I was uh, in the military, I, you know, I wasn't really focused a lot on like financial yeah. planning or, or future. Um, I was pretty much solely focused on my job and uh, getting out. I kind of just felt behind, you know, sure. um, I realized I'm probably not as behind as, as I think I am, but um, you know, I just, I felt behind. Uh, yeah. And so that's kind of what got me started. That's awesome. I mean, the fact is, like, I think the last statistic that I saw is like 50% of Americans, like haven't even bought any stocks. Like they're, they've never yeah. bought any stocks. Like the fact, like, I feel like even if you just start investing, like no matter what your age, like, of course, everybody wishes they would have started earlier. But even if you just make that initial jump, like technically you are ahead of like the average person out there, if you, if you really kind of audited it all. But I mean, I'm sure you could relate to this. Like once you start to like truly understand, like just how the investing world kind of works, um, or just even just the stock market in general, like you start to wish that you would have started years or even decades earlier. Um, but I mean, I, I would say a lot of people tend to kind of like, uh, they, they get hard on themselves. You know, they're like, oh, you know, I, I should have started 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever. But yeah. I mean, you know, we're all, you know, it, uh, hindsight's 2020, right? And what our past versions of ourselves, like obviously we we we, we want to kind of kick them and be like, why didn't you like, why weren't you smarter? Um, the fact is like, you know, that that version of yourself is what led you to become who you are today. And like, if you didn't go through those past, uh, what, whatever your background is, like whatever kind of got you to where you're at, like you wouldn't have learned all those important lessons that I'm sure you've learned, financial lessons in order to get where you're at. So like, I don't know, I, I would say, it's hard to like tell somebody to like, oh, you know, like obviously you, good thing you just got started, you know, like be proud of that. Uh, Cause like, you're always going to wish you would have started earlier, but be proud of like to anybody listening to this. Like if you've made the jump into the investing world and have actually gotten started, like pat yourself on the back because a lot of people never even get that far. You know, like a lot of people never get started. So that's uh, just a little comment about me that in our, try to tell people all the time. 
our last podcast when we had a uh, Boffy on. Boffy said a quote that stuck with me: "Investing something is better than investing nothing." And so it's like even if you can invest 10, 15, 25 bucks a week or like a month over the span of you know time, it's going to make a difference. And as you increase your income, increase your knowledge and your skills, you're going to be able to increase how much you can invest into these things. And so I think that investing something, it doesn't matter if you're investing five bucks, like you don't need to come in with an initial investment of $5,000 to get started investing in stocks. And that's where I see the misconception be where most people think that you need an absurd amount of money to get started with it, which in reality, you don't. I mean, you can start buying penny stocks for, you mean, pennies. So it's just yeah. investing something is well, just and, better. Than and nowadays, I mean, we have fractional brokerage accounts where you can buy like oh, yeah. shares. Um, so like, it's it's really never been easier to get started with like any small amounts. And it, what the, the biggest thing that kind of stops a lot of people from what I've realized um, is that, you know, they think they have to be rich in order to get started. Like, obviously, yeah, if you have thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting in the bank, it's going to be easier to actually make the jump and like make a big dent. But so many people underestimate like those small little contributions. Like, of course, uh, yeah, throwing $20 a week or $25 a week in the stock market might not feel like it's actually doing anything. But let me tell you, 10 years later, 10 years down the road, like that's going to compound, that's going to grow. But ultimately, like what's really going to grow is like your mindset around investing or just that that habit that you're building, like the habit of investing, the habit of building that ownership investor mindset, that alone is going to be more powerful than just the money itself. Uh, that being said, kind of going on a tangent, uh, Joey's like, uh, what kind of like, I guess tell us a little about tell us a little bit about like the start of your journey. Like what really motivated motivated you to like get started? Um, you said you kind of felt a little bit behind when you when you uh, got out of the army or military. Um, so like what exactly like kind of what was it like a book that you read? Was it like something that occurred in your life? Was it just like your general situation, your financial situation, where you're just like enough's enough? I need to figure this shit out. Uh, like what really kind of inspired you to like make that that initial jump? Yeah, I would say it's it was kind of like a just a, a realization, right? Because like I hadn't really focused too much on it when I was when I was in, and then when I got out, you know, I um, have a great job that I enjoy, and it was like, well, you know, in, in some ways, like that actually makes it more challenging because you're like, okay, well, I'm not I'm not in pain, right? Like it's not a bad thing, um, but you're like, I don't, you know, I want to do more, um, and you know, I. I don't know. I, there was just something to, that was like, I don't want to just work a nine to five, you know, for forever. Um, and, and the way I look at it is like, my like my worst case scenario is that like I retire at sixty five, which is most people's like average plan. And right. so it's like my plan beat. If my plan beats that, then I'm already kind of like in a good spot. So. Yeah, that makes fun. sense. Did you have any like, um, did you utilize like any benefits like? after like as a veteran like have you used any of like the VA um loans I know they have the VA loans for like real estate like have you used did you get any like pensions or anything to kind of help you kind of get that head start or have, when you left the military were you kind of like on your own like having to start from like square one type of thing um I haven't used a uh, a lot of the benefits like I've I've certainly like I've gone to the you know uh, dealt with the VA in terms of like uh health and that kind of thing but um I, I haven't used a, a VA loan uh, yet. Um, I certainly will, like when we, you know, the time is yeah. right for that. Um, and then uh, what was the other, uh, I'm trying to think of any of the other real benefits. I haven't gone back to school um, 
already had a bachelor's because I did RTC. Um, and so I had my undergraduate degree in engineering and I just didn't feel like it was worth getting a master's. I wasn't going to go like the MBA route. So um, yeah. I might in the future get some kind of master's degree because it's free. So right. Uh, <laughs> but right now I'm not. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, how familiar are you, are you with like the VA loan? Like, have you kind of explored that at all? Cause like, I know obviously you want to make sure it's the right time to go in and make that jump into the real estate market. Uh, but to me, like from what I, what I've heard, it's a pretty incredible program. Yeah. I mean, there's some huge benefits. So like, you know, again, everyone's situation is different and, and I'm certainly not, you know, advocating for anything, but you know, the fact that you can, you know, put as, as little as literally zero down, like that's a huge, you know, selling point. Um, and then if you do that, you know, normally you have to have the uh, PMI private mortgage insurance. Yeah. Um, but if you have a VA disability rating, I think it's at like at least 10%, uh, you, you, you can avoid that fee or that penalty uh, that you have to pay. So like, you know, kind of combining the two things together uh, definitely is a unique uh, benefit. So if you're a veteran, if you're a veteran listening to this, make sure you go look into this, the, the VA loan, because like, like Joey said, it's a, it's a pretty nice benefit, especially since you don't have to have that down payment, um, no PMI. Uh, so you're not going to be tacked on with that additional um, required insurance if you put less than 20% down uh, with like a regular type of mortgage, conventional mortgage. Uh, so it's it's a great program. And like, obviously, yeah, like, like Joey also said, you want to make sure it's the right time for your situation. You don't, just because it's a good benefit doesn't mean you just, you have to make the jump right now. You know, like that, from what I'm, from what I'm aware of, it's for, uh, it's for life, right? Like that benefit applies to life, right? Yep. Yeah. And you could use it over and over again. So like, it's not, you can use it to buy, multiple, you know, I mean, gotta be careful saying multiple homes, but you right. can use it more than once um, is the, the the correct way to say that. So, so talk with your lender, you know, go talk with the lender. Yeah. They're going to have, you know, the information, but that's, yeah, that's an incredible program to uh, consider if you're a veteran, uh, if anybody else listening to this and you're a veteran, definitely look into that. Um, cool. Cool. But yeah. So um, Joey, when you first started like your investing journey, did you invest a lot? Did you have like some money saved up in your savings? Did you have some cash sitting aside? Or was it something that you just kind of started to like dip your toes in the water and slowly enter the investing world? I kind of just started slowly. I think I ended up downloading like a couple of different um, apps. Like that's really just the way it was yeah. kind of the easiest, like, you know, throw a few dollars in here and there. And then I did, you know, I was, uh, did some uh, crypto, you know, dabbled in that. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, had one that like went crazy and then I never sold and then now it's worthless again. So it was just kind of ah. like <laughs> lesson learned, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, I kind of just, uh, really started in, in, I would say like a broad, uh, a little bit in a lot of different areas kind of is the way I approached it. So, okay. So you're kind of like trial and error approach, like tried a diff bunch of different things out, kind of saw what, uh, stuck and then kind of went that route. Does that kind of summarize it appropriately? <laughs> Yeah. And, and the way I looked at it was like, this is stuff, you know, I, I need to be willing to like not have this back. Right. Like, right. I think that was a good mindset to to have. And, and I mean, obviously, you know, if you're investing like for the long term in the stock market, like you're going to get more back in returns, but you just can't be like, oh, I, you know, this is money I need two weeks from now. Like, that's yeah. not the right mindset to have. No, now, if you don't asking did you grow up with your parents having good financial knowledge that it kind of just trickled down to you like did you have an understanding about money growing up or is it something more as that you grew older that you started growing a knowledge for 
it was definitely something that I kind of like got more of a knowledge as I got older. Yeah. Um, you know, I like, you know, when I went to when I went to college, you know, I got a scholarship for RTC, that kind of thing. Um, but I mean, I still took out student loans, which, you know, it was probably, you know, was it the right decision, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, we didn't really I didn't really think through that kind of stuff uh, at such a young age. Yeah. You're not thinking about money when you're your kid. Nobody knows. <laughs> And that's, I mean, that's kind of the, that's a whole other conversation with the the student loan situation where they hand those out like candy to kids, you know, like these kids, like 18 years old, they have no clue about finances. Like maybe they have a little bit of an idea, but like when you're 18 years old, like you have no clue um, kind of how the, not only the investing world works, but just even how the financial world works too. So it's always been like mind blowing to me that, you know, they just hand out these loans, like no questions asked, like, oh, you're going to college. Sure. Here's 20 grand. Uh, but if you go to yeah. the and try to get like a business loan, like maybe you want to start your own business at 18 years old, like I just need $5,000 to like kind of get me started. You know, then they start asking all these questions. And like, ah, oh, you know what? You're too much of a risk. Yeah, sorry. You're, that's not going to happen. Uh, it's, always, it's always been kind of interesting to me to kind of observe that. <laughs> um, but, you know, that that's, you live and you learn ultimately. Like we've all made financial mistakes, quote unquote, I guess, if you will. And especially when you're younger, I mean, you know, you're, 20s like I, I I mean I'm 27 so like I can only speak so much but like I always say like I always tell my my younger brother like your 20s is is your time to kind of trial and error you know it's, it's the trial and error approach like see what works in your life see what doesn't work obviously um you don't want to make mistake after mistake like if you can if you can skyrocket past like mistakes then that's going to be the ideal situation so like learn from other people's mistakes talk with other people and kind of see um what mistakes they wish they didn't have made and then try to apply that in your own life but a lot of it is like you know especially, I mean, Joey, I'm sure you can attest to this, like, uh, even like 10 years ago, like, it, it's, there wasn't as much information on the internet that there is now. And like, it was still like much more of a different kind of environment to kind of learn from. So like, obviously, um, it's easier to learn like financial concepts nowadays. Um, it's compared to like, even just like 10 years ago, or even 20 years ago, specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, the the amount of knowledge out there, like for free, is, is incredible. Like you can, I mean, self educate uh, in a lot of different ways. So, you really can. And to me, like even you know, the, actually one of the first CPAs I went to uh, back a couple of years ago, I, I when I was getting my business up and running in the market hustle, like once money started coming in, like I was like, all right, I got to get organized on the uh, the financial front, right? Because that's an important area. Uncle Sam's going to want his taxes. So you got to make those payments. Like I had to figure out kind of how, how to go about that. I did a lot of research like on the internet and like I fought, found a lot of answers. Like I felt like I, I felt pretty confident about like doing it myself, but I always, you know, I'm always like, well, I want to double check everything. So like, I'm not just going to believe everything I saw on the internet. And I ended up going to like a CPA. Um, it was like a $150 appointment. It, it, the guy was like, he was sharp and he knew his stuff, but like everything he like told me in that first meeting was like everything I already read on the internet. So I was like, you know, it, it was kind of helpful to like validate everything that I read, which is which is probably good because you don't want to just take everything on the internet at face value. Uh, but at the same time, that really kind of lit the light bulb off in my head of like how powerful the internet is because you can literally learn about almost any subject out there. You know, like there's uh, there's there's unlimited amounts of information essentially. And at the same like flip of the coin, like that's also one of the downsides is that there's so much information out there. So like it's hard to like, go through it all and like figure out what's bullshit and what's not bullshit, you know, uh, especially like, I, I feel like as time goes on, that's just going to continue to be more and more of a problem, especially as like AI and all this stuff kind of like really takes, really takes yeah. off. Um, 
but I, I'm also curious, Joe, it's like you, you started your, uh, your, your brand as well. Um, how, how are things going on that front? Like how, how are you kind of doing, um, infiltrating into like building your own online business? Like, I'm curious to learn a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, so I started, uh, like I said, originally focused on veterans. Um, I kind of moved away from that because I wasn't really like, it, I had a brand, like I, you know, I went ahead and I made an LLC, um, entity, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I wasn't selling anything or, or like, you know, it wasn't like a product or service. It was just kind of like an Instagram page and a blog. Yeah, and yeah. Um, after that, I kind of was like, okay, well, I want to like made that pivot more to the like personal development. And then for a while I was looking at like getting into coaching. It was actually kind of the first way I looked at it. Like, okay, you know, I could do like mindset, personal development coaching. Like people want to hear cool, you know, fighter pilot stories and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, I met, I actually got, uh, went through a, like a, program and, and met with the, the founder of this company and he was like you know you pretty much need to help people in their health wealth or relationships or they don't really care right like it's a cool story but if you can't help them like it doesn't really matter and so i was like well i i definitely don't want to help people in relationships uh like coaching <laughs> um uh, you know i didn't want to be a fitness coach necessarily and so i was like well let's let's go in the wealth uh the area and so that's kind of how i got started and then i kind of pivoted more into like this uh you know, focusing more on the software side. So I ended up using a software at what, when I was like getting things kind of started. And then I found out I actually just enjoyed that piece of it more so than like coaching. Nice. Um, and I'm sure like in the future, I, I would certainly do some, some coaching, um, you know, with, with certain people, but yeah. uh, you know, I, I trying to scale the, the software piece of it actually seems a little, I don't want to say easier, but um, it's easier to like grow it once you put the systems in place. So Makes sense. That that's actually super cool. Um, and I'm curious, like, are you um finding contractors to kind of help you build this out, or are you building it yourself? Like, do you know uh, coding uh, everything? Uh, no. This is this is a white labeled uh software. So okay. Um, yeah, it's it's not like yeah. I, I'm not. I'm certainly not building it uh, myself. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I'm just taking taking like the basic framework and then kind of adding you know stuff into it to make it um. To make it better, really, my focus is for like online uh, coaches, uh, co uh, consultants, and like course creators. Yeah. So kind of those online service-based, like solopreneur or small businesses, that you know they use like I, I find a lot of people you know kind of piece these different like pieces of tech together, and then they struggle like connecting everything. Yeah. Um, like my one of my first clients, who was, uh, was a really good friend of mine, another veteran, he like. He had bought a Wix website, paid a bunch of money for it, uh, did everything himself. Got someone. He was a career. He's a career coach. Okay. Got someone to got someone to pay him, but then he couldn't get the money from the Wix like payment processor to his bank account. Oh. And so it was like he had three grand just sitting there, like, <laughs> useless, you know. And so it was like, there's got to be a better way to do this, you know. So that was kind of what, where I started helping out. That's awesome. It, it's pretty incredible, like to think about like how many different opportunities are kind of available in the digital world. Um, like Joey, like uh, you, you've you've have a pretty good scope of it all. Um, I've been working in the Instagram space for since 20, 2018. Um, and like I, I've been kind of tunnel vision, like my own niche. Like I'm not completely sure, like kind of what everything that's out. It's 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 completely exploded. It's like a new era of like opportunity in the digital world. Like I. I've been like referring it to as like the digital economy, like that's the term I've been kind of hearing. So I've been also calling it digital economy. That's exactly what it is. But there's like so many different opportunities like opening up. 
Um, and I, I would say for somebody who's like maybe just getting started, like it can get overwhelming with like, what do I focus on? Like, what do I try? And I like the approach you're taking, Joey, where you're just kind of like taking the trial and error approach, right? You're starting one way, you're seeing how it works, seeing what sticks, and then continuing to build on top of that, right? Like that's, I think that's the best way for any person to learn. Like even me, like when I, I was just kind of, the market hustle started as a hobby. I just started posting out stuff that I wanted to talk about. And then one thing led to another and it started to turn into a business, right? People started asking me for um, ways to like get started with investing. They, they started asking me if I could like coach them. When I first got started, I'm like, I'm still learning myself. Like I got to learn more of this before I start trying to coach. Um, and there is a lot of like that, um, I, I would say for creators, especially in the creator economy, there is there is a lot of like that imposter syndrome where you're like, what, what am I doing? You know, like, am, am I the one that's qualified to do this? Um, and it, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, especially with like everything, I, I don't think people understand like the, the back end of like building an online business. Um, there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to uh, even just building a social media page, like you're having to make the content, um, and then like how you're making the content. Like if you, if you have video editing software or photo editing software, whatever it is, like there's so many moving parts. And especially like once you start to try to monetize, that's a whole other avenue uh, where you're like, where are you going to host the stuff you're monetizing? Like if, you, if you're going the course route, the ebook route, um, or even if you're going the coaching route, like if you want to start sharing the knowledge that you've learned and start to kind of be like a consultant, like a personal consultant or whatever, like you have to figure out a way to like collect those payments. And then not only that, but you have to figure out how to do the tax part of it. Like you're literally running a digital business. And this is only going to continue to like con continue to grow over the next couple of decades and probably forever into the future because this is all still pretty new like i this the the digital economy if you will it wasn't even really a thing at scale like I, I would say even like five years ago maybe even 10 years ago like this this is all very very new uh so it's pretty cool to like hear your perspective on it joey because like you're working in the trenches in a way like trying to help other creators um people building digital businesses build out the infrastructure, like the behind the scenes infrastructure that a lot of people kind of underestimate because like they think uh, they think they're just going to like go and like kind of like what you said, jump on Wix or like some website creator and they're going to build that website. And everything's done. Like, no, that's just the start. Like <laughs> there's so many pieces that you have to connect together. And as somebody who's like building a digital business that can get super overwhelming. And I can say that from experience, like when I, I I've it's constantly been a trial and error approach for myself. So it's cool to kind of hear um, your insight into that and kind of like how you kind of got to that point. And ultimately it's, it's, it's also going to be cool. Like just to see where you are five to 10 years from now. Cause like, I'm sure you're not going to stay where you're at. Like, I'm sure that's going to continue to like build on top of itself. Um, kind of with what, with everything you're doing. Yeah, certainly. And that's the goal. But I mean, you know, I would say when you talk about like getting started, I just knew that I wanted to be like directionally correct. And, um, the first place I heard that was actually from Alex Ramosi. So I like listened to mostly his stuff um, uh, to be completely honest. Like, Oh, it's awesome. Just, you know, I, I kind of like, you know, I was listening to all kinds of like self-improvement, personal development stuff. And I realized it was like, just not taking action on a lot of it. And so I'm like, okay, I need to cut down the, the, the variety of different people that I listen to and focus on just kind of one thing. Um, and I mean, that's, that's how I started from the, like the beginning was, when I, when I created my Instagram account the first time I posted, um, uh, what was it? Joe DeSena from the Spartan race, which I'm actually wearing a Spartan race shirt, but they, um, he, he has a, a slogan that he used to say, he said, uh, ready, fire, aim. And, uh, so I posted on, uh, I made social media accounts. I posted on social media accounts that I was writing a blog and I hadn't even like, had, doesn't have a website. 
it was like on you know this day i'm gonna have a blog come out about getting out of the military or whatever first post was about and it was like committing myself to that from you know kind of putting it out there in the public so that was kind of how i got started and i just kind of kept that same mentality did you find it hard did you have like that imposter syndrome if you will like when you first made the jump and like making those first initial posts like was it hard for you to kind of make that uh, make that initial jump to like can like kind of turn your mindset off of like that critique of like what the hell am I doing like who am I to like try to do this or was it kind of easy for you to transition to that I think the transition to like more of the personal development and like getting into the business side of things is it's just definitely more imposter syndrome in that because it's like you know I I don't run like a seven-figure company right like but, I, but I'm also not going to go on, on there and, and flex in front of a rented Lambo and say like <laughs> I run a seven-figure company you know um, so I think it's just being about like honest with what the level that you're there at, right? Cause you don't need to be 500 steps ahead of somebody to help somebody just two or three steps behind you. Yeah. Um, and that's really where my focus is right now. Like people are like just getting started, you know, like you said, like dealing with, uh, taking payments, like taxes. I, I, I got somebody that I'm trying to connect with that does like QuickBooks, uh, accounting stuff, you know, and try to integrate, uh, free resources for, for people, um, and that kind of thing to just like you know, understand, like, there is a, a lot to do when you're talking about, like, running a business online, even if it's a, you know, quote, unquote, small business, um, there's still a lot to it. Makes complete sense. And I'm, I'm curious, are you doing this, like, full time? Or is this more of like your side hustle? Uh, this is just a side hustle right now. So, okay, is your goal? Yeah. Like, what's what's like your five? I know it's like a interview question, but like, what's your like, five year goal with it? I'm curious, like, just get your vision. Yeah, so I uh, I would say five year goal would be to like more than replace my full full time income. Um, I, my personal goal is probably a little more aggressive than that. But when I just look at you know having like the recurring software subscription model, it you know it scales very quickly when you're talking about like you know people pay for it every month. When you're like you're you are the back end of you know where they're websites are at where their newsletter you know email marketing comes from how they send out invoices and take payments like you know even when the economy's not great like people still need to do that so that's why i'm trying that's that was somewhat intentional to be like okay if i could become like the service provider essentially right like when the economy's doing poorly you're still going to have your water you're still going to have your power like all, trying to become that kind of equivalent for a business um that's awesome. and then you know it's it seems easier uh, again, this is like forward projecting, but right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to grow to like, I don't know, a hundred, hundred or so uh, clients in in the next like, I would say two to three years. That's awesome. What what would you say is like helped you the most? Like, kind of keep you on track? Like you you mentioned Alex Ramosi, which he has amazing like business content. I've listened to him quite a bit as well. So like, if you're just getting started, like maybe whoever's listening, like maybe you're trying to figure out a way to like make some money online or whatever it is, like his content's pretty great. Like it's pretty practical. Um, you can apply it directly to your life in order to like try to figure out ways or routes to like build your own sort of business or at least become self-employed. Like even if you're a freelancer, uh, but like what, what other, like, I, I guess maybe inspiration or what, what has kind of helped keep you on track? Like what's like your ultimate North star? Like, is it more of like trying to hit that financial freedom number and you're using this potential side hustle to hopefully kind of speed that process up? Or is this for like your family? Like, I'm just curious, like just to get a little, 
get a little bit more insight of like your North star behind, like what's keeping you uh, focused. And cause like, it's not easy, like going through this, like, I'm sure you faced hurdle after hurdle after hurdle, um, rejection after rejection when you're preaching, when you're reaching out to these clients. So like, it, it really takes a special sort of like mindset to build. It's like, what keeps you kind of sane and what keeps you focused on continuing to build out what you're building? Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's different like approaches to this, uh, to this thing. Right. So, um, yeah, just for perspective, right. I work a full-time job. I'm married. I've got two kids. Uh, I'm in the national guard and I do this. So like, yeah, that's a lot. I'm not trying to, I'm not saying it to brag. I'm just saying like, you're going to either make time for it or you're, or you're not right. Like you kind of have to have that like to start, I would say you have to, to have that like mental commitment of like, I'm going to, you know, either I'm going to do this or I'm, or, or I'm not. And for some people like, you know, focusing hundred percent on their career is probably what they should do, you know, or they, you know, do something else. Um, but yeah, for, for me, really kind of my guiding thing is there is a certainly a financial uh, freedom number that I want to, to reach. Um, but at the same time, like I want to spend more time with my family. You know, when I was in the military, I spent a lot of uh, time, you know, TDY, temporary duty or deployed. So I was like away from my family a lot. And I just don't, you know, just part of why I got out was being away from home all the time. Sure. And so I don't want to be away from home all the time as well uh, with a job or a career that, you know, something like that. So that's kind of two in one, right? I want to reach a financial freedom number, but, you know, also not nice just be like completely. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. After you, I just had a quick question after you. Yeah. So I was saying, I just want to reach that number, but also, you know, have that time like devoted to my family because making that like, you know, I think you asked earlier about like financially, you know, understanding and having that, like, that's the, what I want to pass along to my kids is like that knowledge and that mindset as opposed to just money. Right. Cause like that can cause some other problems as well. If you're just handing down money to your kids. So. I love that. My question was, uh, do you feel like your time spent in the service has helped you? Cause I've heard and talked to a couple people in the service and they say it helps them stay disciplined and just kind of like on track. And I'm curious, do you think that's had an impact on who, who you are today? And have you, you know, would you have made other decisions if you didn't have that quote unquote discipline or structure uh, in place? Yeah, I, it, it definitely is probably the biggest like factor because, that's you awesome. know, my, my career is seven years of active duty military and three years as a civilian. So like the majority of my time post-college has still been military. Um, okay. And so like, you know, I, again, my, my background is uh, a little more unique than some others, but like going through the, the flying training, going through the fighter pilot training and like that aspect of it uh, and having that mindset is definitely set me up for success. I love it, man. I just wanted to confirm that because everyone I've talked to said the same exact thing. It has. That's great. Yeah. To I'm happy for you. No, that's incredible, Joey. Uh, you know, first off, we're, we're kind of hitting our, our time mark, but I, I just want to say, I, I really appreciate you kind of coming on to this podcast. And I, I really hope like five years down the road, we can have a, a just uh, kind of hear your story, like your success story, if you will, with everything you've built out. Uh, because, you know, ultimately, especially with the market hustle, like what everything's about, it's like we, we all, we have... I guess the, the whole point of the market hustle is to have a long-term vision, right? So like not only in investing, but also in your own life, like with whatever you're doing. It's so like some people might be listening to this podcast right now. It's like, how is this, how is this related to finances or investing? It's like, well, building your own business, like how you generate your income is a huge portion or a huge part of how much you're going to be able to invest. Like they are correlated, not only 
not only are your finances correlated, but it's all correlated to your life as well. Cause like whatever your goal, like the whole reason why we're getting our money in order, the whole reason why we're taking the time to have that grits, to have that discipline, to implement that into our daily lives and to make like those early sacrifices is so we can not have to worry about money down the road, right? So like we can have more freedom, have more control over our life. I guarantee you, Joey isn't doing this just because he's bored and just wants to do it. Like he, he has an end goal in mind, you know, like he's, he's taking the time out of his life. He's investing not only his money, but he's investing his time. And that's just as important as money itself because time, I, I know it's cliche, time is money. You know, it really is. So like not True. only if you're somebody who doesn't have a lot of money right now, like maybe, uh, maybe you just got out of college. Maybe you uh, went through some situation where you just don't have a lot of money right now, but you have time. Time is the next best. It's probably even a better resource that you can invest um, compared to money. It's like when, whatever, you, wherever you put your money or your time, wherever you allocate your time, that's where you're going to see the most results, whether it's investing your time in your own education, whether it's investing your time in building out a business, that's going to be one of your most valuable resources that you can invest. So it's it's really nice to kind of have Joey on this podcast, this second podcast, uh, kind of explaining more of like your personal business side of the, the world, kind of like what you're doing with your personal time, like where you're investing it. And I'm sure you're investing your own money in it as well. But that is just like that. That's a whole nother form of investing. Like, sure, we have the stock market. And I talk a lot about the stock market on the market hustle. But there are so many different avenues that you can invest in, right? You can invest in your own business. You can invest in your own education to like get a better job. There's there's so many routes. And that's the whole goal ultimately of this podcast is to help show everybody how many different routes there are. Um, so Joey, I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to not only come on this podcast, but to kind of be vulnerable and share your stories, share what you've learned uh, along the way. Um, and ultimately, you know, share your story with the service. Like I appreciate, thank you for your service. Ultimately, uh, you know, it's, it's not always easy for people to come on to these podcasts to kind of be more transparent about their life because people, you know, it, it can get intimidating that, you know, operating in the, uh, in the online world, um, especially if you're like, if people have ambitions to build their own business, like one of the hardest parts is kind of making that initial jump to kind of get over those uh, online criticisms, you know, like you're, you're going to get people who like hate what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. Like maybe you want to start an investing page. Uh, maybe you want to start wh whatever it is, uh, uh, e-commerce business or something similar to Joey, like you're building the back ends and helping small business kind of scale. Like there's going to be some group of people on the internet that absolutely hates what you're doing and they're going to call you out on it, whatever. And <laughs> that's just, that's just part of life. And, and ultimately that's going to be, that's going to kind of be a good indicator that, you know, you're kind of on the right track. Because the goal is to find your online tribe, if you will. You know, you're going to find the group of people that you can serve and that you can actually help. It's not going to be everybody. If you're trying to go in trying to help everybody, that you're not going to you're not going to help anybody. So, like ultimately, you got to find your tribe of people, find who you can help. Whether it's teaching people how to invest, like I focus on, like people who are just kind of getting started, or whether it's like Joey, where he's helping online businesses. You know, he he has a small group of people he's going out there to help. That's, you know, that, that that's, that's ultimately the philosophy that you kind of have to go in with, but Joey, is there yeah, any like, and, thoughts? Well, that you if, if, yeah, if I can, just a couple, uh, you yeah. hit on it, some really great things to kind of close this out. Um, but, uh, the, the online, like, um, hate, you know, or whatever, if you will, like I I've learned and, and I've, I've seen it become more true. Like, I'm, you know, starting to like observe more, uh, you know, larger like creators, that kind of thing, like. Nobody who is is talking bad about you online is doing better than you. Like, they're just yeah. not. Because all the people that are trying to grow something are like too busy growing something. You know, yeah. so like they're just, on the playfield. Just field. approach it. 
yeah, just just approach it with that mindset and and you know what don't worry about it. Like I get I don't get a lot of uh uh you know yet I don't yet get a lot of like hate uh comments, but I occasionally do get some like off the wall things and I, I just ignore it because it's like it's not worth getting dragged down into that. So nope. exactly man. Beautifully said. Pierce, any closing thoughts on your ends? I just want to say thank you, Joey, for coming on. And thank you, Josh, for having me on again. I appreciate your service and the time spent and the knowledge and everything that you've given for us, man. So I just want to say thank you. Perfect. Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome, Joey. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on this podcast. Um, and thanks again. This is podcast number two, officially Ooh. done. We're going to have many, many more of these. And hopefully we'll have Joey back in the near future to share his success stories and everything that he's doing on his end. So thank you again, everybody for listening to this and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. If you feel just like I do, link up, come and join this crew. Hey, I'm going to go invest and I'm going to watch my money double, take it to another level with that market hustle. Always play it smart. You ain't dealing with a sucker. Take it to another level with that market hustle. I'm a hustle, hustle. With that market hustle, 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 go.